Well, she's one of the most talked about horses right now in the country, isn't she? We just talked about her weight. Um, everyone's guessing. I'm guessing. I've obviously got it wrong somewhere along the way. Um, Simon Miller is joining us. Good morning, Simon. Morning, Steve. How are you going? Good. Two-rack weight. Just tell us what you think of what, what she's going to get. <laughs> uh, 54. 54? No, I'm only joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. No, actually, honestly, I don't know. But there'll be some, there'll be some horses that are above us that'll go into it and um, it'll sort itself out. What'll be, will be. So what's your gut, though? You're, you're thinking, because Tony, we just had Tony Gollan on. Uh, he's got Antino in the race and he thought you might get 55 or half 56. I mean... Yeah, what... that's what I thought. 100%, yep. Okay. 55, 55 and a half, 56. Okay. Where does her rating sit right now? 111. Okay. He's a smart man, Tony. He'd be across all that. Yeah, time. he would be. Yeah, because when more joyous won it, of course, with 58, she was a she was a 116. She won two group ones going into it. The flight stakes yes. and the George Main, I think it was. Yep. No, I thought 55 and a half, something, somewhere around there. Anyway, well, that, well, she's thrown in at the weights under that scenario, isn't she? Yeah, I think. Anyway, if she's if she's top weight, then obviously it's a reflection of the field, isn't it? So um, I always just say water finds its own level. Yeah. Okay. So just tell us about the decision to go to the Turak Cox Plate instead of the King, uh, King George Golden Eagle. Uh, well, we'll definitely do the Turak, and it's just whether we go to a, an Eagle or a Cox Plate. So it keeps the dream alive both ways. I just wanted to. I wanted to train for the for the right race and, and for the grand final, and whether that be a cockspot or an eagle, it was how do you best get there? Well, if, originally from the get go when I started this prep, it was always going to be a, a let's alone stock stakes tourac, and then figure out whether we go left or right. Uh, but the only fork in the road was when um, the King Charles lobbed and become five million. Well, you had to seriously give it consideration. But then I thought if I'd if I'd go to Sydney. Uh, for that race, then you basically stay in Sydney for the Eagle and it rules you out of the Cox Plate because I don't want to go up and down the freeway uh, when she's already away from home. So by going to the Tourac, it's just you hedge your bet and you keep both races still alive and then we can figure out our next move off the back of the Tourac. And the other thing is, Steve, she's thriving in Melbourne, thoroughly enjoying it. Um, why not let her just have another run there? Yeah. What would Dean Lester say? If she won oh, that's where, oh, that's where I miss him. Yeah. <laughs> right what do you think he would like, do? Uh, well, I know originally, um, before he passed, he was always of the opinion you've got to run into Turak uh, and then go to an Eagle. Um, and if you wanted to hit a Cox Plate, you still kept that dream alive. Uh, because two of the four Eagle winners have come, you know, via the Turak or, you know, I wish I win, I didn't think got into the Turak, but it was trying to. Um, so whether you, so you definitely would have played that part, but um, yeah, it's one of those things isn't it? you take it for granted where he used to just give me the roadmap and, and it was easy. I'd just train her accordingly, but um, yeah, I don't know. He'd be enjoying the ride right now. That's for sure. He'd be loving he it. would. I wonder if you do go to the Eagle, given she'll just drop back that 100 metres in trip, would you think about blinkers at some stage? Not not yet, Steve. Like she's, um, she's fine without him. Um, but like all logical, your head says the eagle all day long, and your heart says the cock's plate. So, uh, what does get, Peter Walsh want to do, Simon? Oh, he depends. He changes every day. Depends does he? Because <laughs> you guys <laughs> are getting pulled left, right, and centre, aren't you? Like obviously, racing New South Wales beyond the phone and Mooney Valley, and yeah, everyone is. Yeah, it's funny. Pete's 
peach chopping and changing uh, on a regular basis. It's all right for me because I've I've just got a little roadmap and I just put my head down and just keep concentrating on the next the next race at, at you know that's on the horizon. So, but yeah, he's, he's having some fun. Pete, he's loving it. Him and his family are having a fair old time. Of course, she's never been in that direction, has she? No, that's the only thing. And I'll we'll gallop her the other way just to get her used to it. She's doing slow work at Flemington that way uh, already. Uh, and so just little things where you're just starting to prepare just in case you go that way. Do you look at long-range weather and that sort of stuff as well? Uh, I, I haven't at the moment, Steve, but you know, my gut feeling is if she were to hit a wet track, she she wouldn't be effective on it. Um, but, How do you, you say know, that? So, uh, just because I've seen a gallop over here on it before, and she, the wheels spin a bit. Uh, but that's not to say on the race day condition, it, it, she might. Uh, she might just go beast mode, but I'd be a little nervous until... Um, I'll put it this way, I'd have her pegged as, gu- as guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> mm. Of course, she broke the record the other night. I had to look up the previous record holder of that, right, uh, Mooney Valley, and it was Louboutin. I had to re- actually look up a form because I couldn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul Perry's amazing, horse. isn't it? Like, like, you look at how many horses have raced at that trip at the Valley and she holds the, the, the record. It's crazy, isn't it? And I said on Perth Radio the other day that if you just watched her in the running, you wouldn't think they were going that quick because she was just looked like she was cruising. But if, I kept fanning to the leader uh, when I was watching it live, and, and you could tell they were rocking along. But then I'd fan back to her, and she was just just in cruise mode. So it's scary what she can do. Mm. Uh, and she still had a little bit more up her sleeve as she hit the line. Yeah, gee, Damien Lane, he, he's in this post-race as well. I think we all thought it. Gee, if he had it gone back on her, where we all thought, where I thought she'd be and everyone else, I suppose, that she would have struggled yeah. probably to get pride to Jenny down. Yeah, exactly right. He said, if we go back, we lose. So just, you know, when you use those elite hoops, their split-second decision-making is more often right than wrong, and they're just, they're, they're across all the form, and... Yeah, he just it was um, it was unreal to watch. It was probably good to see her just do something different as well, just so you know if the opportunity arises, you can put her up on top of the speed. Yeah, um, strong through the line, of course. Again, yeah, that's one of her assets, isn't it? Every time she races, she's strong through the line, and and she had a little bit more in her tank. You were saying after the race, so it's a bit scary moving forward. And she still had a bit of a puff afterwards, so she Did was she? fitter for the run. Yeah, yeah, I haven't fully got. Got her screwed down yet, yeah, but we're getting close now. But she still had a she still had a bit of a blow after the race the other day. Lovely, and she is a big eater and that sort of thing, Simon. Ah, uh, killing it over there, Steve. Absolutely killing it. Like she got home ten thirty um, from night racing, and we got there at four in the morning. I thought, oh, she'll lose some speed for sure. We just broke a track record, and we we thrown night racing at you that you haven't had the opportunity to do previously. And she was looking at us for another feed when we got there. So just incredible. Just her, her constitution is second to none. Could she race at the Summer Carnival in WA later this year or will she have a really good rest after the spring? No, I'll give her a rest, Steve, and then we'll figure out our next move in the autumn. Um, I think uh, you just never know. Yeah, but, but, but She definitely won't play Summer Carnival. No, she can have a break and then come up with her next, next plan of attack. I know Peter would be keen to race her internationally, would he? wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's always he's got an itch he wants to scratch, and that was Dubai because he was there last year. Um, so that's that's an option as well. And then I just got to figure figure out backwards how do we get there. Um, that's in March. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. So 
Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. Like you just you walk on course the other day, and there's just people standing around the stalls and you know, all wanting to get a glimpse of her and take photos, and uh, it's pretty cool. You just seem like cool yourself. I think you caught up with some old mates before the race, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually did. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, Mooney Valley invited me up in the committee room for the night, and. Uh, uh, I didn't take up the opportunity. I was happy to just uh, hang downstairs with my mates and have a few beers and, and have a laugh. So uh, it's good to catch up with everyone. It's good to be home. But um, I had to go up in the um, up there just to do a little a little um, talk in the committee room, a little guest speaking role. And uh, I got in a lift, and lo and behold, there's there's uh, Robert Heathcote straight up in the committee room. I said, "You don't muck around. You're straight into it." So. I told him that I wasn't invited up there. I said, only, only the rich get up there. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> unfortunately, Rothfire jarred up. Yeah, yeah, yeah understandable, wasn't it? The track was quick. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was quick and it was firm. It was, yeah. Anyway, it's great for racing to have a, a girl like this around. Let's just hope she keeps winning. Let's hope, well, the, yeah, we've got the Queenslander there, so mm, let's hope he runs a beauty <laughs> as well. And Tina, I've got to be careful here. Um, oh, I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, and I'm good friends with Tony. I've got to be careful as well. Yeah. Anyway, when are they going to release this weight officially, put everyone out of their misery? Oh, um, I'll say um, Monday other, I think, for memory, next week. All right. Have you spoken to the handicapper or not? Uh, no, no. Okay, no worries. No, I'll, just, I'll, I'll just throw the nom in and we'll just figure it out along the way. Yeah, anyway. Everyone, I've got handicappers, experts everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> it's a great... I tried to great... be one and stuffed it up completely, so I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, this is the beautiful thing about the game, isn't it? The it opinions, is. yeah. Especially with uh, social media now. Everyone's, everyone's an expert. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good fun. It is good fun. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Steve. Simon, Simon Miller, bring us the latest there with Amelia's Jewel.